Welcome back to the Rock Your Retirement Show. I'm your host, Kathy Klein, and my co-host today is someone who's actually been on the show before, and she thought that the topic, creating balance in your life, would be a great topic, and I totally agree. Now, if you've listened to the show in the past, you may have noticed that I've changed it up a bit. Instead of interviewing my guest, I'm now conducting these four-part series where I have a co-host and we discuss a topic together. I hope you like the new format, but let us know. Send an email to podcast at rockyourretirement.com and let us know if you like the new format or even if you don't. You can also head on over to the Facebook community at rockyourretirement.com slash community and let us know there. But before we start, I wanted to tell you that this episode is brought to you by the Medicare Quick Step-by-Step Guide for signing up for Medicare. If you're signing up for Medicare for the very first time, you know how confusing it can be. This step-by-step guide is absolutely free. In fact, we don't even require your email address, and it will help you easily transition into Medicare. So get it free at medicarequick.com slash checklist, and best yet, I'm the founder of Medicare Quick, and I love helping people with their Medicare. Okay, let me tell you about my co-host. She's been on the show before, and she's also a moderator of the Facebook community, She's always had a deep desire to help people develop into their true potential. Although she started out helping grade school and middle school kids, she morphed into helping adults with their GEDs. And over time, she started working with women in midlife to help them live their best true lives. She's a certified coach and her business is called Emerging Life Coaching. And don't worry. If you're a guy, you can still get a lot out of today's discussion. Just pretend like you're a fly on the wall and you can listen in on what we're talking about. So Janelle, thank you so much for coming on the show today and being my co-host. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I'm always happy to be on the show with you. Love it. And I do want to put in a little plug for your Medicare Quick because I just want to say to everybody that Kathy helped me a lot just to wade through all of that confusing. Oh my gosh, it's so confusing. And she got me all set up. So thank you so much. And you know what? I didn't even pay her to say that. So thank you. (laughs) Yes, that was free. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So what gave you the idea of this topic? I know you sent me a, an article by Tom sightings called 10 tips for managing your time in retirement, correct? Yes. Yes. So it's really important. It's an important topic because especially people transitioning into retirement because they're so used to having structure in their day. They work, you know, all day long, eight to five or whatever, sometimes longer. And while you're at work, you have a schedule, right? You have meetings and things that you have to do at certain times. You're just used to this structure. And so people often find either they go to one extreme and they fill their retired schedule up with all this busy, 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 and then they still feel overwhelmed. And that's not why they retired. And then the other extreme is they don't have anything to do and they just get up and stay in their jammies all day and they're bored. And (laughs) 
Um, right. That you're you're bringing these uh, pictures in my head of a housewife answering the door to the UPS man, and she hasn't even you know gotten out of her jammies. <laughs> yep, hair and curlers. You know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and some people just they go to Walmart like that. <laughs> Yes, you never know who you're going to find at Walmart. <laughs> Have you heard that song, People of Walmart? Yes. <laughs> I just love that song. Every time I go to Walmart, I'm hearing it in my head. You know, I'm like, yeah. okay, how do I look? Are they going to put me on that photo? You know, <laughs> it's hilarious in the videos. Oh, I know Lord. it is. It is. So, do you have you uh, discussed this topic with your coaching clients? Oh, yeah, this comes up a lot. One recently, you know, she just really was floundering. What do I do with my time? And she had traveled a lot and then got home. And, you know, usually when you retire, you like do all these things you've been wanting to do for it's on your list. Right. And you get all excited. You get to do all this stuff. And then there comes this time where it's like, okay, now I've checked it all off. Now what do I do? And that's where she was at. And so, you know, we started to just look at, well, what would interest you? Because you've got to have purpose and meaning. Everybody needs that. And so when you're retired, you still need purpose and meaning in your life. So, you know, volunteering or, you know, some people start a little business. That's what I, I have done. Um, right. I'm still working from home, but I guess I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> Semi, semi-retired. <laughs> yeah. But the cool thing is you get to make your own schedule and you get to do it according to what works for you and what works with your personality. And you get to choose, what do I want to do? What am I interested in? What energizes me, you know? Right, right. And so that helps you to have some structure, but not too much. Right, right. You want to go through this list? Of, yes. Of oh, things? yes. Let's do that. Okay. That and he did say that you you should build time in for hobbies and volunteer work, which you said, and also visiting grandchildren. Absolutely. Number one, keep things in perspective. And basically, he's saying set goals. I mean, you talk about that all the time. Yes, all the time. Right. Got to have a goal. Got to have something you're aiming at where you'll, not all the time, every minute, but maybe every week, maybe have two or three things that you want to achieve or work towards a goal. You know, you can, you can have a goal like in the next three months, I would like to write a book or write an article or, you know, something meaningful. And then you can sort of chop that down into little steps and block out time every week to work on it a little bit. And then you have, you know, you have this purpose that you're working towards, right. but it's not overwhelming. Or maybe some people might want to learn a new language. Oh, that would be awesome. You know, I'm not very good at that. but <laughs> Well, nobody is right after age 14. Like, isn't it really hard to learn a language after you're 14 years old? Probably. I haven't heard that. But we do know now, though, that, you know, the brain plasticity is definitely a thing. So you can remold and reprogram. So it's not impossible. It might be a little more difficult. But. but doing difficult things, uh, I think that helps prevent dementia, right? Yes. Learning like it, it forms, like you were saying, forms the synapses in your brain. And, yes. And uh, yeah, so that would, that would be a good one. And then step two that he wrote, he said, make a schedule. But right. to me, what he was talking about is actually a master schedule, like blocking out certain times of the week, like, like, didn't he say that Mondays or, you know, tennis and 
Wednesdays or art classes or whatever. I think he said something like that, right? Right. More of a, a map, I guess you could call it, or I read somewhere a portfolio. Think of it as a portfolio. You know, it's not hourly scheduling like when you were working, but more of an organization to your time. So certain days you do certain things. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, like for me, okay, so I'm still technically working. And this podcast, it's funny, the other day a friend of mine thought that this podcast was about Medicare. She's like, well, I don't need to know about it. And I'm like, no, 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 the podcast, (laughs) I I talk about, you know, I I advertise sometimes about Medicare, but, um, and so when I told her about it, she says, you don't make any money? I'm like, no, (laughs) I I don't. I pay for the podcast. (laughs) But, um, But I do podcasts on Tuesdays. Every other Tuesday, except during Medicare season is when I interview people and I usually block out the entire day. So that's what I call a master schedule where certain days you're doing certain things and and you know it. So yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So what's number three? You kind of talked about this earlier. Yeah. So number three, he's talking about making a list. And I like how he brings in the different personality types because some people are planners and they like to have that to-do list every day. And some others like more of a, like me, I like to be spontaneous and whatever I feel like doing. If I have a list and I decide to change it, that's okay. So really make sure that you are working along with your personality, but having a list is good. So you don't forget things that need to be taken care of, you know, the important things and then things that you want to do. Right. Yeah. I'm a list person. I love making, I love to like scratch the thing off that I've done it. Yeah. Makes you feel good. Yes. Yes. And so I'm in two membership sites right now and one of them is real loosey goosey and they have all these classes that you can take, but they're, they're not in a, they're, they're not in order and you kind of have to, I don't know, that one drives me crazy. And, and honestly, although I love, love, love the people that have that membership and I love listening to the podcast, I don't think I'm going to renew. And then the <laughs> other one is by uh, somebody, else, you know, it's, she's an online person, just, just like the other membership is. And she's a lot younger and I'm guessing a lot more inexperienced but she has like a step-by-step process and I can go in, I can take the classes and mark them finished. And mm-hmm. I just love her. I'm just like, this is so perfect for me. I love <laughs> checking things off. I don't like, I'm not lo- like you would probably love the loosey goosey membership site that I'm part of. And maybe the one where you tick everything off maybe wouldn't be such a good fit for you. So you're right. I do, well, I do like to check things off. I'll have to show you, this is what I do. Um, I've started using this self planner and I'm, I'm actually going to, I'm starting to look at yours that you created too. Now, but, if you're listening to the show, we're also doing this via video. I'm trying something new so that we can see each other. So if I'm going to see if the video is good enough quality to post on YouTube, if it is just head on over, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can see what Janelle's talking about. So go ahead, Janelle, let's and see I'll, it. I'll, I'll talk about it too, but it's, it's just, I don't know if you can see it, but it's got a place for my schedule over here and my to-do list. And I've got targets every day that I want to hit. That's perfect. And I have a weekly page where there's three targets every week. And it this planner right here, it's called the self planner. I never 
found one that I used before I would buy one and I would start and then I would, nah, but this one keeps me focused and I like to go with the flow, like I said, but this one helps me stay targeted on the just three things. I'm just focusing on three things and then I'm able to every day have my schedule and then fit in my little to-dos and I always plan time to go take a walk or take a break. Yeah. Now, is this a planner that you created? No, this is not. You can get it on Amazon. It's called Self, like myself, S-E-L-F. Uh-huh. Okay. And we'll we'll post, a, we'll post a link yeah. to it in the show notes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yes. I really enjoy it. And I can check things off. Um, but for me, if I don't get to something on my list, I'm okay with that because I'll just put it on the next day's list. That's perfect. So, sort of in between, you know, going with the flow and checking things off. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'll have to check that out too. Yeah. Okay. And that's what you're talking about for number four. Exactly what you just said. So what's number four? Yeah. Number four is be flexible. You know, you, you might not need a set schedule every day. He says here for everyday chores or really anything. So instead of planning out the whole cleaning, the whole house, just tackle a few tasks when you're ready. And that's what I do sometimes. Like I'll just in the middle of my day, I'll take a minute and vacuum the the downstairs, you know, and later I might, you know, go clean the bathroom so that by the end of the week, your house is clean, but you didn't have to like set aside a whole day for it. You can just flex, you know, and flow, go with the flow there. I'm so bad. I'm like the worst housekeeper ever. If my, (laughs) if, if Les didn't do the dishes, they'd probably be piled up and I would do them once a week. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm not great at housekeeping either. So this this works good for me. If I just get up and dust, I'm done with that part. And I don't like to like do the whole house in one sitting. Yeah, I don't. Hey, yeah. so I have a, a question. Can you hear my dog snoring in the background? No. <laughs> no, my dog's laying down too, but she's not snoring. Oh my gosh. So I'm <laughs> on the second it. floor and I have this little 15 pound dog. Her name is Winky because she's a rescue and she only has one eye. Aww. And she snores so loud. I had to kick her out of our bedroom because oh I need, I like, I wasn't getting any sleep. I mean, we've had her for a couple of years and I finally said, you know what? Put my foot down, tried everything, tried to get her to sleep in the bed with us so I could shake her and wake her up. That didn't work. Oh I was waking goodness. up like 20 times a night. Oh, so, wow. yeah. So if you hear something, if the listener hears something that sounds like a truck in the background, that's <laughs> actually my little 15, 12 pound dog. (laughs) She's cute. Extremely loud when she snores. Okay. Oh my goodness. Now step five. Hi, this is, this is where I have trouble. Step five, learn to slow down. Uh Oh, I don't know. Do you have clients that just can't slow down? Oh yeah. So, so again, I think you got to take it, but you got to take into account personality and, you know, just some people liked my husband's like that. He is not going to relax unless he gets his list done today. He's got to <laughs> be busy. Um, so some people feel anxious if they're not getting something done. But he says here, just don't fill your days with busy work. And I think what he's talking about is slow down and enjoy, you know, enjoy the moment, learn to do that. Because so often when you come out of working a career, you are always, um, thinking of the future. You're always planning for the future. You're working to pay the bills and, and you're working at work 
completing projects or whatever. You're and then working for retirement. You're working for retirement. <laughs> Here you are retired. And you're like, now what? Enjoy it. <laughs> right. Yeah, slow down a little bit. But, and- but what do you like? Like, I don't even know how to slow down. I try. Like the other day I went to a movie in the middle of the day. Oh, that's with cool. some friends. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm doing baby steps, trying to, <laughs> you know, and then as soon as the movie's over, I have to check my email because there's like 40 emails waiting for me. So yeah, that, I'm, I'm trying. That could, that could be why you're having a hard time slowing down. Those emails pile up and you're thinking if I don't stay on top of them, they're going to pile true. up. Right? You know what I did though? I am now having my assistant check my emails. Wonderful. Yeah. That's a great way to handle that. Yeah. So she's actually taking care of anything that she can take care of and things that she can't take care of, she leaves in my email box. And then I am supposed to only check my email three times a day. I'm trying. See, See, that's a strategy that works for a lot of people. Just set certain times to check that email and the rest of the time, turn it off because it can be such a distraction for one thing. You know what's worse than email? Social media. Oh, yeah. Social media is the worst. I have friends that are on it all the time. Like every time I go on, I see like 10 posts from them. And for me, I don't know, it used to be a lot more fun. It's not as fun anymore, like with all of the Mm -hmm. social engineering that they're doing. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. And all the, yeah, there's a lot of negative stuff on there. I closed down my social media several times during the day. And I'll only open it for certain, you know, like I don't time it or anything, but just for a little while. So usually to check my own group, my own page, see what anything new from family or whatever. And then I'll, I will actually close it down. What's the name of your group and your page in case our listeners want to join? Oh, sure. Yeah. My group is called Emerging Life for Women 40 Plus. So that's just for women 40 and older. And then my page is just Emerging Life Coaching. Great. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, come come join me. Yeah, go like the page or join the yeah. group and Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to be part of a group. It is. You know there's connection there, you know? Right, right. Yeah. But it's even the groups though are getting a it's a little bit more to manage with Facebook. You know, it, it just it I, I guess I just hate change. It's like I don't <laughs> like change. Do I sound old? <laughs> I don't, no, I, don't, like change. I don't know. I don't know if that's an age thing. I think most people don't like change. <laughs> but changes happen. It's all change. around us. Change is the only constant. So Right. So do you, you think know. I should schedule times to slow down since I'm a scheduler? Like just schedule. Go to the movies. Schedule. Like like what would you advise me if I was your client? Well, absolutely. In fact, the journal that I'm using that it's based on science that research from what really successful people that are able to really achieve a lot of goals, kind of what their what works basically Mm -hmm. and based on brain, how our brains work. And they said that you should schedule times for fun times for breaks and actually write it down. It's like making a date with yourself. And that way you'll be, um, especially if you like to check things off, it'll give you that to check off, but it will, it will help you to actually go, slow down somewhere go take a walk or start i can't do it right when i get back though because you know when you i'm going on vacation next week so when i get back you know it's crazy well you know one thing that maybe you should check this out but one thing that a lot of people don't do is breathe most people breathe very shallowly right 
and they don't even know it. Breathe. <sighs> and it slows everything down. Breathe before you eat a meal. Breathe when you go to that movie that whatever it is you've scheduled to help you slow down before you do it, take like five really deep breaths and then hold it for a second and then let it out and you'll find everything starts. It's a signal to your body. Slow down. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. I need to do it. <laughs> you've heard it, but do you I do it? That. No, you know, I'm not a yoga person either. Are you a yoga? Mm-hmm. You're a yoga person, aren't you? Yeah. I, I like tell. yoga. You're so like calm. Oh yeah. Well, calm that's my personality yoga. too. Yes. Though. I'm more of a frazzled, you know, <laughs> living by the seat of my pants, doing things here, doing them there. Okay. What is the next one? Uh, number six, find your find, rhythm. So, find your rhythm. Yeah. Are you a morning person or a night owl? You know, it's funny because I've switched. I used, really? to be a, I used to be a night owl and now, well, I I really am not a morning person. I think I'm like a mid-morning person. Hmm. You know, when I first get up, when I first get up, I'm like, you know, I drink coffee, but I drink decaf. So it's not the caffeine. It's like I first get up, I roll out of bed, and I'm like, don't (laughs) bother me for like 10, 15 minutes. My husband shoots out of bed. He's like, hi, you're so pretty today. Oh my gosh, you're gorgeous. Oh, and I'm just like, don't talk. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Give me a minute to just find out if I'm alive. (laughs) You sound just like me. Bob knows not to say a word to me for at least an hour. (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's an hour. Maybe, maybe it is an hour, but I mean, I try not to bite his head off. I try. Yeah. <laughs> but Bob is like your husband. He'll jump right up and he's talking, talking, talking. And I'm like, don't talk. <laughs> Just give me a minute. <laughs> don't talk. Give me a minute. My brain can't handle it. <laughs> right. I'm still actually asleep. Yeah. I'm still finishing my dream that I was having, yes. you know, 10 yeah. minutes ago. It's still going through my mind, trying to finish and wrap it up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It takes a while. Yes. So we do have different rhythms, don't we? Yeah. So find your rhythm, know what your rhythm is, and then just honor it. Right. So how do you tell your spouse about your rhythm without hurting his or her feelings? Mm. Mm. Well, just be sweet. Be be, (laughs) like, be um, clear and calm. Just state it like a fact. It doesn't have to be you know, an argument or a discussion, just this is how I am. And, um, honey, could you wait until 1030 AM before you say anything yeah. to me? No. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, remember I, I was visiting my sister. I hadn't seen her in a couple of years and I started, I don't know. I started saying something to her and she says, don't talk to me before 10 o'clock. And I was wow. like, Oh, okay. I I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry. I'm on vacation. (laughs) Okay. We're running out of time, actually. Oh, wow. What's the... Oh, speaking of time, what's number seven? Time is a funny thing, isn't it? It's uh, alternating periods of structured activity with free time. So remember in school, you had summer vacations, you had recess, right? There's structure time and then there's play time. Hmm. Make sure you allow that flexibility and that uh, alternative, like change it up, 
you know, don't keep it the same. Do something different on Mondays than you do on Tuesdays. Right. Oh, is that is that what you think he meant? I thought he meant like maybe seasonal. Well, seasonal too. Yeah, yeah I think I that's know. what he wrote. But but you can what... even do it. You can yeah. even vary your day to day. I like a lot of a lot of variety. So, but you need that downtime. You need the vacation time. You need the just let's chill out and relax and not have any structure for speaking a week or two. of chilling out. Mm-hmm. What's number eight? Limit your watching TV or the internet. I'm so bad with this. <laughs> I am so bad with this. This is Les and I, our time together is basically watching TV. We, uh-huh. just, we are TV watchers. Uh-huh. So, so our brain is turning into mush. Mm, no, we can't have that. So you just got to <laughs> limit that. <laughs> Maybe, uh, how long do you watch TV every night? We, okay, so we usually will watch a half hour or maybe an hour show for lunch. Okay. Okay. Depending on how busy I am, because his schedule is more flexible than mine. And then for, for dinner, we will usually watch, gosh, I'm embarrassed. We usually will watch two hours (laughs) at dinner time. Wow. Okay. Okay. Which is a lot. I know. I know. (laughs) That's a lot of TV, two to three hours a day. It is a lot. It is a lot. We could we could be learning how to speak Spanish. You could be. There's yes, so much absolutely. we could be doing if we weren't sitting in front of the TV. <laughs> you know. I think what's important is making a conscious choice, which is what he says, you know, and not judge yourself. Like if it's a <laughs> conscious choice to watch three hours and you're really enjoying it, just know that you're choosing to do it. Right. But don't like there's an extreme here, right? There are people that watch hours and hours and hours and then three hours is kind of hours and hours well it's okay no I don't think that's that bad (laughs) I mean my husband watches um like constantly he's not as bad as he used to be but he'll wake up the tv goes on you know yeah I know people like that yeah so oh and when I say okay so let me take this back it's actually not three hours it's three one-hour shows gotcha and which means it's really closer to 45 minutes, right? Right. And we we um, most of our shows are recorded, so we fast forward through all of the commercials. So it's hmm, not bad. So how that, that's like that's 40 bad. minutes times three. So it's really not three hours. See, yeah, so I like feel two, two, two and a half, something like that. So sure. So and you're doing other things, right? Usually, yeah. But um, okay. after dinner, we'll usually go sit on the couch and hold hands while we watch Aww. TV. So we're kind of snuggling, you know. It's kind of like our time together. Yeah. And I don't want to give that up, right? No, of course not. For learning Spanish or something, we can't really sit there and snuggle while we're doing that. No. Can we? Yeah. Well, I, I guess you so. could. You could speak Spanish to each other. <laughs> You're right, right. Be a little romantic. Get some romantic Spanish phrases and speak them to each other. That's true. That is yeah. true. I don't so. know any, but I do know hola, espanol. Hola. You know? <laughs> hola. Adios. Como estas? <laughs> exactly. And there's a lot of opportunity to speak Spanish where I live because in San Diego, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Spanish speakers. Yes. Okay, so... I love number nine. Yes, I do too. I thought that was fabulous. Take your weekend during the week because you can do that now because you can. (laughs) Right. And you don't have to be in crowds. No. Shop during the week. Go take, go to on a little trip. 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, when everybody else is working. Mm-hmm. Avoid those crowds. And get a cheaper rate. Exactly. Get a cheaper rate. Get better customer service because you're not yep. in crowds of people. Yes. Yes. It's a fabulous idea. I love it. When yeah. I was in my 20s, I would – oh, man. if you, I used to be higher stress in my 20s than I am now. I'm much, much less – stress, which is hard to believe. (laughs) And I lived in Los Angeles. And if I was on my way to work in rush hour, and I saw somebody with gray hair driving, I would get so mad. I'm like, why are they clogging up the freeway? They (laughs) should not be going anywhere until 1030. Because we young people have to work. How rude (laughs) was that thinking? (laughs) Just wait. You know, 20-year-olds are thinking that now you can say, just wait. I used to be you, and now I'm older. (laughs) And you will be too. Yes. And if it wasn't for Clairol number nine, I'd have gray hair right now too. So That's right. (laughs) I'm starting to get my gray coming back. I got to go see my person. Yes, yes. As you can tell, I uh, didn't spend a lot of time putting on makeup or anything. In fact, you know, I don't don't wear a lot of that. Okay, so... What's the next one? Number 10. Remember, times change. They are a changing. So he's saying here, you know, some people begin retirement doing all, all those things. Like I said earlier, all those things they've been putting off and they go crazy. Paint the house, they go on a trip, they join a club. But what happens after you've checked those things off? Right? So you might need to go back, reconsider your priorities, revise your schedule, kind of ask yourself, well, what do I want to do now? Because if you're retiring 60, 65, you could live to be 85 or 90 or 95. You've got some time here. Exactly. You know, so it'll change over time. And our needs change. Our our needs change. Like I don't want to do things that I did in my 20s. No. And I'm sure when I'm in my 80s, there will be things that I didn't want to do in my 60s. Right? Exactly. Or exactly. Vice versa. Yeah. So, you know, be flexible that way too. And just, you may find in uh, five or six years that you want to do something different. 10 years, maybe you're doing something different. So, you know, just allow for that. And for me, that's not hard. I love change. I love to just, uh, I'll get restless if I'm doing the same thing for too long. But for some people, that's difficult to you know, change things up and it's, it can be a little stressful to think, you know, okay, I've got this thing planned and what do you mean it's going to change? So just know that it's okay. You don't have to do the same thing for the next 30 years. Hmm. Very good. Are these all things that you talk to people about in your coaching practice? I do. And, you know, when I'm coaching, it's always something different. I always tell people it's like an adventure. I don't know where we're going today because it's really whatever the client has for that day. So whatever's bothering them, whatever's really stopping them, we we have goals we work towards. But every session, there might be something different. So um, managing time and balancing their lives or dealing with stress, relationships, um, especially finding that purpose and that meaning that comes up a lot. And so, you know, often I'm working on with them, like, how are you looking at the situation? Because that's probably causing you to be stressed out. If you're feeling like, Oh, I didn't check off my whole list or, you know, (laughs) change is happening and I don't know what to do with it. Then we'll talk about that. Like, 
let's think about that. How are you looking at it? You know, and that's creating those emotions and that stress. Maybe there's a different way you can approach it. Great. So yeah. Tell people, because we are actually over time. So tell people how they can reach you and um, then we'll say goodbye. Yeah. So you can reach me, you can email me at Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L-E at EmergingLifeCoaching.com. And you can go to my website also, EmergingLifeCoaching.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for co-hosting. I can't wait till our next one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And for the listener and the viewer, we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oh, wait, I wanted to thank you again for listening to the Rock Your Retirement Show. If you're a new listener, a good place to start is episode 116. This explains the six pillars of retirement lifestyle and our general philosophy. Episodes 1 through 236 can be thought of as an encyclopedia. These are topics that may or may not be interesting to you. You can listen to the ones that you're interested in and forget the rest until the issue becomes an issue for you. And that's okay. I actually don't recommend starting with episode one and working through until the most recent. That's actually not how the show was designed. Of course, if you want to do that so you can see how the show changed over time, you're welcome to. Now, starting in August... Actually, August 31st of 2020, we changed the format of the show. The monthly episodes starting with 237 follow a real retiree from her pre-announcement through her first year of retirement. There might be bonus episodes, but we're committed to monthly. If you've enjoyed any of our past shows or the show that you've just listened to and you want to support us, you can do so in any of the four ways. One, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs to hear it. This is the most important way that people find us. Since our audience is typically older, we grow by having our listeners share our episodes with others. Two, subscribe to or follow the show using whatever podcast catcher you're listening on right now. Now, if you're listening on your computer, you can listen on your smartphone by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I mean, I believe on all of them. If you can't find us on the podcast catcher that you'd like to use, Send us a note on the website at rockyourretirement.com and we'll make sure that we get on your favorite podcast app. But basically, what you do is you download the app and then you search for the show and when you find it, you'll hit subscribe. Make sure it's the Rock Your Retirement Show and that you hear my voice when you listen. Um, Actually, There were some episodes where Henry Shapiro was a guest. Uh, We we actually downloaded some of his episodes. So if you hear him, 
it's probably still the, the same show. There were maybe 34 or 35 episodes back in the beginning that we hosted on our show uh, when he decided to leave podcasting. Number three, how you can support us is by leaving a review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to normally has the option of leaving a review, either a written review saying how great the show is or just with stars. Five stars is typically the best. And of course, we're shooting for those five star reviews. And if you tell us why you like the show, what you liked about it, it's actually easier for other people to understand what the show's about. A lot of people, when they find our show, they think it's about money. And of course, by now, you know that it's not. Number four, if you'd like to support us financially, of course, we're always appreciative of that. Just go to rockyourretirement.com support, and it will take you to our page where you can support us financially. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye.